0: Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy and this is the Driving with Randy podcast. If you were not aware, we are currently... Leaving Applebee's and we got a very special episode. Oh, oh, we're gonna let the we're gonna let the buddy go. The buddy was backing out before me. We're gonna let him go. Welcome to the podcast, guys. This is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast we started two years ago from my mom's 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. We are currently driving a 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition with. 70k miles on it it's absolutely beautiful it's a smooth ride the acoustics are beautiful for a podcast so i thought i'd carry the podcast on over this is episode 100 and i'm gonna take a guess here and say 167 and ladies and gentlemen we've been thriving we've got like five new reviews in the past week it's been absolutely fantastic the It's been wonderful. I love looking at the reviews. I love seeing positive interactions. And I've had a blessing of people tuning into the podcast. Today, we have very special topics to talk about. We're going to talk about feet. Now, not anything in particular like a foot fetish. That's just, that's not my thing. That just calls for like, we're going to get. a a whole different audience in here if we're talking about foot fetish. That's not what we're gonna be talking about. Stay tuned and I'll let you know what we're gonna be talking about. We are, uh, before we begin and get into the feet, we need to talk about something a little more, what the, this guy's got like 30 pallets in the back of his trunk and we're in the middle of Minneapolis, why? Just why wa- I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't get it. And he's, that does not look like what, whatever. That guy can do whatever the hell he wants. We're going to talk about the vegetables I have had. So you guys know, tune into the podcast. I try all different fruits, vegetables when I see them. And I got to actually, I got to harvest my first evergreen pepper. And tomorrow I'm going to chop it up and eat it. One that I grew one from my plant, the, there's, there's, there was three on the plant and only one of them looks good. I think I think some worm got to the others. I don't know if I can eat it or not. I might try it, but I have one in my fridge right now and I've been waiting like three days for my store-bought peppers to run out. I'm gonna try it tomorrow and I'm excited. I'm really excited to try it. Like I grew it, me, Road Rage Randy grew the pepper. So I'm, I'm, I'm psyched about that. Um, the other fruits that I have, or vegetables that I have tried, I don't know. I saw some, ooh, the, the car is making some good noises when we're accelerating. I like it. Um, but we, I, I tried snow peas. Two days ago, I tried snow peas, and I thought, I thought they were delicious. They, they uh, I don't know how to compare it. It was very good to say the least, but I had somebody come up to me that saw me eating the snow peas and they said, I like the sugar snap peas better. So today I actually bought some sugar snap peas, a whole bag of them, it's like $4. So it's a lot, but it's also a lot. Like it's, it's definitely two servings worth, but I just eat it in one. And the, I definitely think the sugar snap peas were not as good as the snow peas. The snow peas, they had a little more of a, a sweet taste to it as opposed to the sugar, which did not. I don't know. I'm bad at I'm I'm bad at describing the stuff, but oh man, all this talk of pea, and I really got a pea myself. We should maybe head on over to the bathroom. We're leaving Applebee's right now. Um but yeah the peas, I would recommend. I'm definitely gonna pick them up more often. It's a vegetable, it's easy, it's in a bag, it's all ready to eat, you don't have to wash it, you don't have to do a whole lot with it. I keep, all right. Anyways, the next thing we are gonna discuss is feet. We're not gonna get gross about it. We're not gonna get all, I, I don't know. We're talking about feet mainly because I bought some shoes. If you guys remember, I bought some shoes uh like it had to have been February. It was it was quite the podcast ago I bought shoes and I bought work boots. And the shoes were called Zero Shoes HFS. Zero HFS. The yeah, that's the that's the sub genre sub genre, is that what they're called? The subsection, the model. The model of the Oh my God, what are these cars doing? Go quicker! I mean, we're just at a red light, but go quicker, please! Okay, so these HFSs, the reason I bought them was because I believe in the whole barefoot movement kind of a deal, and these zero HFSs allow you to basically have the same motion as if you were walking barefoot without having calloused over feet. I know, I probably already lost you. Okay, so, so everybody has to have something they're passionate about that nobody else gives two fucks about. This is it, this is me. When people talk shoes, when people talk, they, they say they have bad arches in their feet or something, this is, that's my opportunity to shine. Listen guys, I am like, I'm deep, I'm deeply invested in this stuff. I, I, I was, I watched, uh, I watched hundreds of I wouldn't say hundreds of hours. I watched hours of videos on YouTube regarding this stuff And I know listen I get it when you get on that kind of a thing and I don't like bringing politics into the podcast We're not going to talk politics But when let's say I start watching a whole thing's left a whole bunch of leftist things Well, my recommendations are gonna be a bunch of leftist things. If I watch a whole thing's right-sided politics, I'm gonna get a bunch of right-sided politics. It's called being in an echo chamber. So, because you just, you hear the same shit. So I watched hours of videos on barefoot. Being barefoot, wearing minimalist shoes, that's what they call them, minimalist barefoot shoes, one of the two. So I'm, I'm very, I'm in this echo chamber and I'm fully, I was fully convinced at the time. I'm like, this sounds too good to not be true. So I'm like, the only way to figure it out is if I actually went and bought some barefoot shoes and tried it for myself. The science behind it, the, um, what do you call it? The other people's journeys, They're there's a certain word I'm thinking of, and I can't, can't put it on my tongue. It's like people give their da, 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 unimportant right now. They're they're basically their journey, their testimony. Testimony is the word. So people give their testimony on these shoes, on walking barefoot, switching to barefoot running, etc. And I'm fully convinced. And to give you an idea of how like deep into this I am. My YouTube recommendations started recommending me other things that are kind of bizarre, like Japanese futons. I'm not fully in, like I haven't bought a Japanese futon, but when I move out of the parents' house, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to buy a Japanese futon. So basically, a Japanese futon is a mattress that is... Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding are you kidding me ladies and gentlemen we are officially in traffic there's cop cars there's I, we're approaching it we got to move over a lane i think though this is going to get messy this is going to get real messy ladies and gentlemen let's see what's going on we're gonna roll down the window or see what's... I hope it's not a crash. Please don't be a crash. I don't want to see it. Oh, no. There, there's just a bunch of flashing lights right now. Tow truck. Tow truck is... I'm going to leave this. I, I don't know how the quality is, but we're going to leave this down. This is why we drive safely. We'll get back to the feet. We'll get back to the Japanese futons. This is... This is why we drive safe. This is why we put our seatbelt on. This is why we more than once before we switch lanes, we check our blind spots, especially for like motorcyclists and stuff. What do we got here? Was it a high speed chase? Ooh, looks like, looks like we gotta move over. No? Are we good in this lane? Oh yeah, we gotta move over. We gotta move over. Let me in, let me in. You dumb bitch. How am I supposed to ever get in if you don't know how a fucking zipper works? God damn, I just, I don't get it. Okay, so we got three cop, four, four state patrols. They're they're talking in the middle of the way. Oh my god! Oh my that! Oh my, that! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that car is. I hope the person inside of it's okay. Like that looked absolutely horrifying. That look that looked really really bad. Um, cars these days tend to have some pretty good safety protocol as far as airbags and stuff go so I'm oh, I hope that that person's all right On that note Japanese futons ladies and gentlemen oh my god this is a big deal They're on like four sides of the there's only two sides of the highway What the hell am I talking about There's state troopers on the other side of the highway too I don't know what ha- that's crazy That might be on that might be newsworthy We're going to have to look at the news down the road We're gonna try and put that beside us. We're gonna talk about these Japanese futons and the feet, mainly the feet, not the futon. So when I move out, I wanna get a Japanese futon. Essentially, it's like a four inch mattress. It's not an actual full on mattress. And I, I totally get it. I totally get it. We're not meant to sleep on that shit. My mattress at home is pretty hard and that's why I like it. When I go to hotels, I opt to sleep on the floor most of the time when I'm sharing it. There's some, some hotel beds are just so soft, I can't do it. So when I'm sharing rooms with friends, I like when I go to Texas, I'm choosing the floor. I choose to be on the floor. I could have a bed if I want a bed. I don't want the bed. I want the floor. I just, I sleep a lot better on it. It's, it's supposed to be better for your spine. So basically I'm going to look into Japanese futons when I move out because one it's a pretty cheap option and two I'm sure I'm going to sleep like a, a, a an angel. But that's how deep into YouTube I am. Like I'm I'm fully convinced that these shoes are the best goddamn thing to happen to this world because I don't I just I don't agree with modern day footwear. My boots that I wear to work are modern day footwear and I don't know, that's about the only thing, modern day footwear that I wear. Otherwise, I am strictly, I either walk around barefoot or I walk around in barefoot shoes. And now let me get to the science behind this shit, because I know you're wondering, Road Ridge Randy, you're fucking nuts. What, what does any of this have to do with anything and why do I care? Okay, so look down at your feet. Are you wearing modern day shoes? Probably. Okay, modern day shoes. You notice how like the, the toe box, it, it, it like it's point it, it's narrow it's extremely fucking narrow so what these shoes do is they have a wide toe box so it's wide now what what does this allow you to do so basically you know how your hand your fingers can spread when you walk if you're walking like a normal human being like you're supposed to walk your toes are supposed to spread out you land on the ball of your foot and your toes are supposed to be able to spread. In modern day footwear, if you land on your toes, where are they gonna spread? They can't, they can't spread because they're so enclosed within the shoe. And you know what happens when you don't use muscles, when your foot's not doing proper things? Um, A guy told me this story about, uh, a a guy did something out of protest where he like, he stopped using his right arm. Guess what, after so many months or years of not using his right arm he couldn't use his damn right arm because his muscles atrophy. it's called atrophying when your feet or if, yeah we're talking about feet when your toes can't do what they're supposed to do your muscles atrophy your body essentially says why am i putting effort into these muscles these ligaments here when i could be putting it elsewhere so it stops It it, it just stops. It's like you're not using them. Why would we use them? I'm gonna give a perfect example of this for when I went for my perfect walk. Not a doctor, by the way. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm YouTube educated and just learned by experience. The second thing that these shoes do, it's zero drop, zero cushion. So drop is so. As far as that goes, like. Look at a Nike shoe. You know how much damn cushion is in a Nike shoe? So you running, it basically encourage you, encourages you to heel strike. So if you're walking, what are you doing? Why do you have your fucking blinker on? Sir, sir. Okay, anyways, now that that guy figured out how to drive appropriate, he didn't. His, He's a Lyft driver and his blinker is still on and he's in the same lane. One star, sir, one star. So basically these shoes encourage you to walk appropriately. When you buy these shoes, people don't know how to walk. People don't It sounds so bad. People don't know how to walk because you have these shoes with like 12 inches of cushion where you can land on your heel. That's not that's not right. That's not how your feet are supposed to walk. Sorry, I'm like I said, I'm very passionate about this. This is a topic that 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 speaks very greatly to me. So you have to learn to walk. You walk on the balls of your feet, the front, part of your, the front part of your feet. If you heel strike, which is you know landing on your heel, if you heel strike in a shoe or barefoot that doesn't have cushion, your feet are gonna absolutely kill because that's not how we were designed to walk as humans. You're supposed to walk on your toes. You're supposed to land kind of midfoot, You have to learn to re-walk. So when I got these shoes, remember, my feet weren't developed. And and to prove a point, I'm a fairly athletic guy, right? I skate, I bike, but one thing I could never do, well, there got to a point where I could never run. You know why? Because I stopped running, like, you know, when I was a kid and I just kept running and running and running, I was using those running muscles, but when I stopped running, and I stopped using those muscles, again, my feet, they atrophy. I can't use the, the the muscles appropriately, so my body's like, we're not gonna use them. And there's something called over-pronating and under-pronating. It's something that runners, they often tell you to go get checked out so you know what kind of a shoe to get. But in my opinion, the shoe is just gonna make your feet worse, and I'll get to that, I'll get to that. But at the, at the time, we're talking about my experience personally. I couldn't run. I got to the point where I couldn't run. I could run .1 miles, so .1. That's not a far distance at all. If I ran .1 at a 10 minute mile pace, that that's not good by the way. that That is not a good pace. What that? why are there just so many idiots on the road tonight? I don't get it, I don't get it. Um, that guy, I don't know what he was doing. Um, but basically, uh, where was I? Da, 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 da. Oh, I couldn't run. 10 minute mile pace, 11 minute mile pace. I could not even jog without my knee killing me. On the outside, kind of like my um, my IT band area, I, I, I couldn't run. And these shoes, I'll put it in perspective. I've been wearing these shoes for a couple months. I ran a 5k this morning at a nine minute mile pace and I could have done more. I could have done a lot more, to be honest with you. My heart is, my heart rate's always better than my leg conditioning, so my legs would give out first, um, like my calves. It's just, it it is a lot of impact. You still have to get used to impact. I mean, just running in general is a lot of impact and I don't run, so my feet are gonna give in or, or not be able to do it essentially. And oh, oh 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 yeah see the guy behind me he saw the lights he saw the lights and I I gave in I I sat down at the red light because I did not want to speed through it But basically I ran a 5k this morning zero problems The first time I took these shoes out I went for a walk a, a, a 15 minute mile 16 minute mile pace That is not a lot That 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 is not fast but it's not necessarily slow. It's like a moderate pace. walk. Why are you beeping at me? Why the fuck are you beeping at me? I don't. I don't. I don't. I. Am I? Am I the one driving like an idiot? What the hell is wrong with people tonight? I don't get it. Um. But yeah, I, I went for this walk. I went for a 5K walk. The first time I ever wore these shoes. Oh, this guy's part of a motorcycle club. He's got the MC on it back of his. Jacket, Interesting. I wonder which one. It doesn't say. It just says Minnesota, and then it says MC. Interesting. Maybe we should ask him. Probably not. Probably not. Um, but anyways, I am just rambling about nonsensical shit tonight. Basically, I went for a 5K walk. By mile two, my quads, my hamstring, and the balls of my feet were absolutely killing me. Why? It's not an impact thing. It's fucking walking. You don't use the muscles in your feet properly right now because we're so used to these these cushioned ass shoes. It's just it was it was insane. Now it, it, it was really shocking to me. I got home and like my legs were just like killing me from a walk. I'm like, what the hell? I'd say about a week of consistent walks, the balls of my feet were almost at the point where I just, I couldn't walk. It hurt so bad to walk, but that was my feet adapting. We're humans, we're made to adapt, ladies and gentlemen. So my feet were adapting, and I'm now at the point where, like I said, I ran a 5K this morning, my feet don't hurt, my ankle don't hurt, Nothing on me hurts right now. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to work my muscular muscle conditioning up a little bit because it's like my first month running. So I'm just trying to get, get used to the impact of running. But like, that's something I could never do. I went 31 times the distance today that I had previously done before switching to these shoes where i'd use my muscles properly and there's there's loads of people that are switching to these shoes because they just in scientifically it makes sense so there's a couple things i want to touch on arguments against this one is why do we never see pro athletes wearing minimalist shoes all pro athletes are wearing these highly nike brooks hookah hookah one one shoes they're all wearing these heavily cushioned shoes well these barefoot shoes—they aren't, you know—they don't have the same backing as Nike. Nike is an insanely expensive company; they can sponsor these athletes. A, a minimalist shoe company can't sponsor these athletes. They just—they can't afford to do it. If—if if it's a high-level athlete like um, Usain Bolt, for example. You think he's gonna wear minimalist shoes, they're not gonna be able to offer him the same amount of money as someone like Nike was able to. The second argument, and I'm kind of I, I kind of agree with this, is when they say that humans were not meant to walk with these giant cushioned shoes, they also were not walking on pavement. So you know, This dates back to like caveman days where people were walking barefoot, they didn't have shoes, but they were walking on ground. People are running on pavement these days. It's a lot harder on you. So that's why the cushion is necessary. So I think there's a right in between between, or there's there's kind of this in between area of the right amount of cushion and no cushion, but there's going to be extremists on both sides where they're like, yeah, you need the 12 inches of cushion and the carbon fiber plate in your shoe. Whereas I'm on the opposite side and I'm just, I support the whole minimalist movement, the barefoot movement, because I've seen the results. Um, Like the only thing I wear is my work boots without it, or my work boots are the only thing I wear with cushion at the moment. My skates don't have cushion in it, uh, they don't have a wide toe box, but they don't have cushion in it. And I, I, I love it. I just think that is the way we are supposed to be. One of the um, other arguments for this is it comes down to when you go to a foot doctor, what do they do? We are in the era, not just feet, any medical condition. They are designed to fix the symptoms, not the problem. So you go in, you say you're flat-footed. What do they do? They give you arch support. What does arch support do? It gives you some more support, but then other parts of your foot are gonna stop working because you have support. So then you go back six months later, and what are they gonna do? They're gonna prescribe you a different kind of an insert. It's just a never-ending cycle of these inserts. <sighs> I just I I I just I get heated. Whereas they're fixing this again, the symptoms. If they were actually fixing the problem, What they'd tell you is, I actually, I watched a foot doctor's testimony on YouTube, and he said the first thing he does when someone comes in, and this is the kind of doctor that I want in my life. If I need to see a doctor, this is the kind that I would want. This is the kind of teacher I wanted in my life. One that is going to help you and not for other reasons. Like I feel like doctors are in a lot, a lot of them are in it for money these days. It's a giant industry. So there's things out there where they, you know, they can prescribe you this. Whereas what the hell is the initial problem? Well, with the feet, for example, what is the problem with flat feet? You're not using, you, you don't have fully developed arches. How do you develop arches if you're just gonna put an artificial arch support in there? You're not, you're simply not. So this doctor said the first thing he does when anybody came to him with some kind of a foot problem with foot pain, he would say, I want you to start walking, you know, five miles on the beach regularly, bare feet. You're not gonna walk in shoes on the beach. I want you to walk bare feet. And and, and these people started noticing a little bit of a change. He's like, okay, all right, the, the beach, it's working for you, right? We're gonna get a little harder. Right, I want you to walk on the grass now, bare feet, and, and be like, "Do you notice a fix?" Uh, yeah, their feet are starting to slowly develop. When switching to these shoes, like I said, there was a lot of pain. There was a lot of it adapting. That's where your—that's where your the body is. It adapts. I'm fully convinced, ladies and gentlemen, I spent money on these shoes and I will never go back to cushion shoes, never. I will wear boots, but I will never buy, uh, you know, these boots, I I need the, I need it, I need it. They they just, they, they don't make minimalist boot wear. But as far as regular shoes, I will never go back. My feet and my legs are beyond Would i want them to be like they're developed they are fully developed my toes spread freely they're not fully man i I was looking i was looking at these people's testimonies and they'd be like you know after x amount of years of switching to minimalist shoes you know their toes are just naturally spread like their fingers are just naturally my mine right now they're 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 getting there they're not completely there. I know you didn't ask, but that, that's that's where we're at. <sighs> I can't believe you guys You guys probably just listened to, if I had to guess, 25, 30 minutes of me talking about nothing but feet. But I am fully convinced on these shoes, and till the day that I die, when someone tells me, oh, I could never wear them, I have flat feet, oh, I could never wear them, I need arch support, I will have this conversation with them and I will talk their fucking ear off about it. I'm passionate about this because I could never run. One year ago, couldn't run. Two years ago, couldn't run. I ran a 5K this morning and I could go out and run a 5K right now, here tonight. I'm not tired, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I could do it, I, I'm fully convinced Thank you guys, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in for today's episode. If you want to be one of the kind souls that left a review, God bless you. Head on over to iTunes. You can do it there. I thank you very much for tuning in to this episode. Um, head on over to my Twitter, at ThoughtsByRandy. I tend to post some funny things sometimes. Other times, it's just useless shit. But you just listen to me talk about feet for a half hour. so. You're not using your time too wisely if you look at it. Uh, Anyways, head on over to my Venmo Venmo or my PayPal, my Venmo and PayPal, if you feel the need to support the podcast. I thank you guys so much for tuning in today's episode. I'm on vacation next week. We're going to have a hell of an episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope to see you guys next week. If I don't, I hope you guys have a wonderful life. Peace.